Hello everyone and welcome to Sterling's Business Success and Coffee podcast. Kindly sponsored and supported by Sterling's group coaching programs and Fix This Next. This free online business assessment tool enables you to pinpoint your business's vital need. Keep listening for top business tips and advice to help you level up and scale up. Here's your host, Simon Meadows. to another episode of the Business Success and Coffee podcast. And today I'm joined by a fellow Brit, Ryan Carruthers. And Ryan is going to bring some fun and energy to this podcast, I know already, not only from the bio that uh, I have from him, but also from the conversation that we've just had about cats and interruptions and all kinds of, of other things. Ryan's focus is on all things memberships and marketing. Okay, so that's what we're going to talk about today. And great to have you on the podcast, Ryan. And it's really interesting, Ryan, that you've got some cool facts. So uh, welcome to today's podcast and good to have you on. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, there is some cool facts on that sheet I sent over to you. Um, and sometimes and- I get... I get picked on for them, but I don't care. They're cool. Uh, now I love them. And, you know, there's some that are so similar in here. I mean, we're both British, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> neither of us can sing, apparently <laughs> neither. And, and I know that because I went on an 1830 holiday once to Lanzarote. And, you know, you go on one of those drinking nights out and they did karaoke to get things going a little bit. And all the reps when I was doing the karaoke, put cotton wool in their ears, put tomato sauce on it as though their ears were bleeding. Apparently my singing was that bad. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely with you on that call fat. <laughs> Listeners, you've heard it first. Simon cannot sing. And neither can Ryan apparently to his cool facts. No, I'm horrendous at singing. No, I don't, I don't know what it is. I wish I could, but it's just one of those, one of those things. And of course, You've got on here your your favourite coffee shop. So let's get into the the coffee Mm. part of this. Tell us a little bit about that coffee shop and the coffee that you like to drink. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a great place to start. I mean, just just you asking me that question puts a smile on my face thinking Mm. about that coffee shop. Um, So it's, it's a coffee shop in Lincoln called 200 Degrees, and it's a fairly new coffee shop. Yeah. It's, it's really, really cool. It's big, it's open. They've got loads of bright windows down the sides, sides and exposed brick. It just looks yeah. amazing. I love to work in there. Um, I probably would have been in there today if I hadn't been recording this. But um, when you go in, I go in so much that the staff know me. Um, so, hi, Ryan. Is it the usual? Yeah. So it's an oat milk macchiato, which carries such a punch that yeah, I, yeah. actually I feel like I need it today. It's one of those days. Um, it carries such a punch. They bring it over to you as well, give you a little thing with wow. your number on. But I always usually sit in the same table, which is next to the plugs for the laptop yeah, and yeah. Uh, near the windows. I know I where just, that is. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah, just love it. So I get my headphones on. I put some Taylor Swift on. I'm drinking my coffee. I'm getting to do some work. I'm not singing. And I just feel, I just love people being around me I just love I love people being around I'm a real people person so just seeing different people you never know who you're going to bump into um I've bumped into some some really really good connections in there um 
even one i met the guy who was on the gadget show now i'm a geek for tech so i watched the gadget show as a kid and yeah. i was i looked over and i saw him and he <laughs> he connected eyes with me and he just came walking over he's like excuse me mate can i borrow your phone because my phone's died and i need to ring my wife I was like, wow. Yeah, of course you can. Yeah. Uh, I was like, but can I have it back? Yeah, I was like, but can I have it? Can I have it back? And we need to talk about gadgets afterwards and tech. So, yeah, we ended up geeking out for a good few hours on on wow. tech and whatnot. So, yeah, that's where and it is. There's a couple of great things about what you said there, and the first one for me is what I call the Cheers effect. Yeah, I remember watching Cheers and you know Ted Danson. Yeah, the bar where everybody knows your name. So to be able to go somewhere and everybody knows your name and, you know, the listeners, we were talking about the new Starbucks mug that I've got behind me. And, you know, I love Starbucks. Not people say, oh, no, I'd rather support the local coffee shop. And for me, my Starbucks is a local coffee shop. You know, the people that work there have worked there some time. Phoebe, Sarah, Emma. Yeah, I know their names. And when I go in, even though I wear a mask, they still know me. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm a little bit of somebody who I do like to mix the drinks up a little bit. So they're never quite sure what I'm going to have. Mm -hmm. If, if it's, if it's just a normal one that I'm paying for, generally it's a filter. Mm -hmm. If it's my free one on my Starbucks reward, then it's go large and it's go special. So, oh, that yeah, tells us everything that. we need to know about you, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, if I, if I'm paid for it, I'll have the cheap <laughs> refillable yeah, one that's right. and I'll be here for a few hours. But yeah. if it's a free one, whoa. We're yeah, going out. Everything. Do you want extra cream on it? Yes, I certainly do. Yeah, definitely. But the the other thing is, and yeah, so I, again, the one that I go to in Newark is is such a nice environment. It's on the marketplace, very historic buildings, and two hundred degrees is in such a great location as as well, isn't it? You know about little quarter where it is. You know, there's one of my favourite galleries, Trent Galleries, just few doors down from the coffee shop you know it's such a great place to be as well isn't that area mm. yeah and it's I just, I just really really enjoy it and it's one of those things that when you go in you can chat to people it breaks the day up a little bit gives you that mental break that yeah. I think I think we definitely need and I think yeah. it also helps with the daily grind of business. Like there's a little bit of a pun in there as well I'm really sorry yeah. but I'm a, I'm a dad <laughs> now so I can get yeah. away with it um but, you know, we have those days where we don't feel like we're making the progress that we want to be making or that we see others around us supposedly getting there. And it's like, oh, yeah. But to be able to go to an environment where it's totally different and it's not your office or it's et cetera, it's not clinical. You go in and people are like, hey, Ryan, you're all right. How are you doing? Oh, yeah, I'm good. How are you? A little bit of a breakup chat. And then to go sit at your table, you never know who you're going to bump into. Yeah. And if, you, if you've actually have a bad day in somewhere like that, you can say it. You don't, you know, you said the word there supposedly, because I think, you know, when we're in business, we meet people who wear a mask of success very often. And if you see them in the office, how are you doing? Great. I'm having an amazing day. And you know, just by looking at them, they're not. Where you go <laughs> yeah. to that kind of coffee shop and you can be yourself and how are you doing? Do you know what? I'm having a rotten day so far. And you can, you can be that authentic self, can't you? Yeah. And I go, I know people that go in there away from their office when they're having a bad day. Yeah. So if I yeah. see them, I go, there's a, there's a guy I know James and he has a really nice office. And if he's in 200 degrees, you know, he's not having a great day. So I can go over to him you're and not, just be like, not talking what's about happening? James O'Leary, are you by any chance? <laughs> 
I am, yeah. Yeah, you know that. <laughs> he's a great guy. I love James. Yeah, I love him as well. Yeah, yeah. He's a client of mine, and that's why I know where he goes to hang out. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, there's something else you said there that I've got to touch on, and it comes back to the fact that neither of us say we can sing. But listeners, I, I want you to uh, take a look at this, uh, what I'm going to talk about next, because Taylor Swift um, is you know somebody that I listen to as well and my wife and I actually love Dwayne Johnson the the rock and he does the lip sync to Taylor Swift I don't know if you've ever have you ever seen it Ryan when he does that lip sync yes Taylor Swift it's one of the best things ever it is isn't it yeah and if you can't sing that's the thing to do lip sync to Taylor Swift yeah because do you know what I can do it we can do it but yeah but I know that I can I could perform and I always say to my wife, it's such a shame that I can't sing because I'm not saying I'd be <laughs> Freddie Mercury, but I wouldn't be far from him. So yeah. lip syncing for me would be, oh, it'd be yeah. so good. Yeah. Yeah. And listeners, if you've never seen that, Google it, find it, you know, The Rock lip syncing to Taylor Swift. It's one of the best ones out there. He absolutely nailed it. It was something to watch. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so so great for somebody that size and that sort of macho to to do that kind of thing as well, yeah. as well as the film Tooth Fairy. Who else would dress in a tutu? <laughs> so so let's talk about your your business, uh, Ryan. You you mentioned in your bio, obviously, all things membership wise. Tell us a little bit of the backstory yep. of how you got into your business first of all, before we get into what what you've been working on recently. Yeah, so I seem to be one of the minority at the moment that is actually teaching what they've actually done instead of those people that are out there that take a course and then automatically they're an expert and they start sharing it. So I was um, many, many years ago, I was looking after my dad's business. He had a window cleaning business and um, I really loved the buzz of business. Like I loved it. I just, business for me was amazing. I love the hustle and bustle. I love the people. I love the challenge more than anything. It's nothing to do with the money. It's, I really like that challenge, getting stuck into it. And um, I just, when he came back, it wasn't the same um, because I was in charge basically. And then he was in charge. And I'd always, I'd always sort of wanted my own thing. And then that's when I went down the route of, of having my own thing because I was, I was doing some trading on Betfair and they actually approached me to teach people what I was doing. And, um, that was great. So I started doing some teaching for Betfair and people came up to me, um, after that or emailed and whatever and said, that's all great, but I'm not going to do that. Can you not just email me what you're doing? And then I can follow that. And typical entrepreneur is like, yeah, uh, but I'll charge you £15 a month. So I built the world's worst website ever. I mean, it was the world's worst website. It was uh, just like one page. The text on it was horrendous. The images were horrendous. But people basically bought monthly subscription to my emails, and I would just send you the data and the information from the trades that I was going to do that day. It's the best thing I've ever done because then that just, got that built and built and built and built. And then off the back of that, I built Betfair Trading Community like 10 years ago now, which is this huge membership 
where I provide people education on trading on Betfair. I give them the software to find their selections, to save their selections. I give training, coaching. We have lots and lots of different things. And there was a real turning point in sort of all of that. And Steve Jobs says, it's only by looking back, can you connect the dots? Mm. So a couple of the things that have really, really stood out for me over that period is that firstly, one or two of the members have actually come forward and have actually become part of the team, the shareholders in the business now. Um, I just noticed that they were superstars and they just had skills that I didn't. And that was a big thing for me from going, I have all of this, but it's at this level and I'm sort of butting my head against the ceiling and I can't get through that ceiling for whatever reason. And then I brought those those guys in and everything changed. And then we also implemented um, the traction framework, uh, Gino Wickman book. And we just realized that I was well and truly not in the right seat. I am a visionary and I am a marketer. And I didn't really realize that. I've always known that I've been good at so-called business, but marketing was my zone of genius. And we made those changes and then I doubled my sales within six months because I'm in the right seat. Adam was my integrator and Martin was managing my community. And it was really, really strange. So I went from running my business to not running my business and becoming head of marketing. And then that's just grown and grown and grown. And I've had the freedom and flexibility to be able to test various different things marketing wise and just learn marketing. And then a couple of years ago, I just like, you know what, what actually really, really lights me up? Well, I just love talking marketing. You know, I'd listen to marketing podcasts. I talk to people about marketing all of the time. I was like, I've got a skill in memberships. I've built a huge, crazily successful membership. I've tested things that work and don't work. And I've gone down the rabbit hole of this. It's not just theory for me. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's like, why don't I just, do that like I love talking to other people about memberships and people I had done JVs with people on their idea for a membership and it was it worked well so it's like why don't I just do more of that so yeah then I put a podcast out there I started building a membership to help people with a membership basically do the marketing because that's what they're not that good at you know they're great at other things but not that yeah and I want to just pull down a little bit more into it as well because a lot of the guests that have been on this podcast have been coaches and consultants and many of them as well as many of the other listeners uh, have probably tried some kind of membership platform of some sort even if it's a you know a store that has a loyalty program where you know you stamp your card when you come out I know you know, a lot of coffee shops have that kind of thing all the way through to perhaps somebody who has put some content together and put it on a platform such as Udemy or Teachable or something like that. Um, and that, yeah, I had a, an e-learning academy business uh, over in Canada for about five five years or so. And you can build amazing, amazing content to give people access to. And a lot of people do that, and then they sit there. And I remember I had two ladies who were great chefs in a coffee shop when I had a garden centre, and they rented the space for me to have this amazing coffee shop that had done really well before. And these ladies 
I tell you, they could cook. They were ex-school dinner ladies and they knew how to do portions and cook. But then they just sat inside the conservatory and wonder why nobody came in. Mm. And, you know, it's the same with membership sites, isn't it? Same with content that people create. They build, they spend all their time building it and then nobody comes. What, what would you say, you know, if you were to give people a balance of time or percentage of effort, you know, what would you say the amount of marketing is needed to the percentage of time that you put into the actual membership itself? Oh, wow. That's a great question. I have been on a lot of podcasts and I've never been asked that question. I mean, no. <laughs> no. Just like the simple question. So, yeah. Well, <laughs> like me, I'm a proper simple bloke. Keep it yep. simple. So I think, it actually, I think it swings. So I think in the early stages, it's probably more creating the content. But once sure. you've got that content, it's a bank then, and people can then access that. So I think initially it's probably around, I'd probably say 60% creating that content and 40% actually yeah. marketing it. But one of the key things with all of this with memberships is with you having an online membership business, you're creating sawdust, which isn't my idea. I got this from Sean Anthony, a great email writer. Mm. And he says with what he does, he creates sawdust. So he writes emails for clients and builds sales campaigns for clients. Now he stumbles upon emails that work. That's yeah. sawdust he, he calls. He can then repackage that and reuse that. I can do the exact same thing. So if I build a training for my, my members, I, there's various different stages that they need to go through to be able to get to the next step. You know, they can't, they can't do step two without doing step one, but that's already done and already built. So I could actually then pull that out and use that to generate more leads. Or I could, Mm. I could look at questions that are being asked on my competitors, YouTube channels and create trainings or content around that, which then helps by marketing. So initially it's probably a little bit more content heavy, but then as it flows through and you start to get more and more members, then you yeah. spend more time marketing and then it probably swings the other way where it's sort of 60, 40 and you spend time creating content and your marketing eventually becomes sort of semi-automated. I don't, I, I still yeah. do the unscalable because it, it works. Like I still have, reply to me emails on betfair trading community and i personally reply to them all um and then and then you're you're spending your time with your members getting them the result and then they go off and tell people as we know and then you just sort of tweak your marketing and you spend time creating content which for a lot of people they love their topic like they love it so it's not actually working it's fun and they engage with people which makes their marketing so much easier Yeah. And, and, and that's a great answer. So thanks for that. Right. And I just want to pick up for the listeners here, something really important and particularly for some that I know will be listening that even in that early stage, what Ryan has said there is that it's 60% content and 40% marketing. I meet so many people that are trying to build a membership site or platform or content and it's 95, 96% building the stuff and the marketing is just a tiny bit it might be the old post and and that i think you know it's a lot more close 60 40 for me is is a good split and then splitting that the way around and you write about you know once the marketing becomes automated 
you know it can then just drip that that content in so great answer but you heard it there <laughs> it's it's not a huge swing is it either way it's no, getting can, that balance there thereabouts we can even make it even easier for you if you have people that you think would be great for your membership you don't even need to build it so you could go to those people and go guys i'm working on something that i think would be great for you would you please give me feedback on it and then you can just put on a google doc what you're thinking of building for your membership so just write it out. This is what I think I'm doing. It's going to look like this. It's da 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 mm. da 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 This saves you even more time. And this has led to some very successful product launches for me. Just put it on a Google Doc. What are you thinking of doing? The result, effectively, it becomes a sales page eventually. Then you send that to people and go, what did you think to this? Would you buy it? So yes, no, would you buy it? What's your name? Would yeah. you buy it? If I added one more thing to this that would make it a no-brainer for you, what would it be? What questions did you have right. when you're reading this document? Yeah. Right right there, you've solved so many of your problems. You've solved what you need to build, the sales page, because you've done it on a Google Doc and people will give you the feedback, the questions that people have. But also, you're going to put like features on there as well. Which feature makes you most want to buy it? Now, if you've got five mm -hmm. things that you think are great about this potential membership, you send that to 100 people, they'll reply. Not one of those gets the big win everyone's going that's what it is that's what it is you know yeah. what to base your idea around yeah yeah and, and i think what you've given it there you know we could finish this podcast right there and that is absolutely priceless and i think listeners that's really important particularly in today's world that you know we get so hung up on perfection and getting it so right and building it and building out all modules and you know i've read a few books that have helped me deliver courses where all you have to be is be one course ahead, one module ahead. That's all you've got to be. But that's a great tip to getting it started and, and getting that Google document. That's, that's gone on my little notepad at the side of me here. That's, that's, that's one I'm going to take away from, from today. Oh, good. And, and it's interesting you said there about being in the driving seat as well and the reply emails, because if you are in the right seat, then you actually get the time to do the right things and the things that you love doing as well. And if, and if replying to everybody's email is your thing to do, then, then why not, you know, why, why not add that as value to the program? And I, so I know that that is unscalable, but my automations deliver results for the business. And yeah. I think that a lot of times there's a, there's a few things that happen in this world. One of them is that, we're always being bombarded with messages to outsource everything and get rid of everything. And I don't actually think that's right because you should only outsource the things you don't like doing because Correct. what is the point of having our own business if we outsource the things that we actually like doing, then it's just pointless. And I think the other thing as well is a lot of people don't understand the, the gap. They don't understand why they're actually doing this business. You know, we're bombarded with lots of messages about shiny objects and million dollar launches and stuff, but a million dollar launch might not get you closer to where you actually want to be. So it's about where are you now? Where do you want to get to? And then just doing the things that close the gap and it simplifies your business. Like I know my emails go out on an automated basis but the replies aren't automated. I have to sit and do those. So yeah. I actually do all of my replies as well as a Loom video. So yeah. it, it it saves me time. I know that my grammar is awful, 
I know that I'm better on camera. I enjoy that. And I know it makes me more sales. So that closes the gap. So for me, it gives me more freedom. And I think that's another point as well, that we're going into, we're going into a different time now where used to be, you would like the big status symbols were big houses and big cars. Now we're moving away from that. And it's more about you're judged on your success now by freedom. People want freedom over the big fancy cars and the big houses. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for me, yeah, I've been a, a big fan of this. And you know, when I became a coach, I've always had a coach, but when I became a coach, I created the six steps to success. And apparently that contravenes somebody else's trademark. And I got that shut down pretty quickly. So uh, I have my five steps to freedom. And freedom for me, and I think yeah, I, I want to share this with the listeners in particular, is about choice. Yeah, it's ability to make a choice today on what you do and what you don't do. And as you quite rightly say, yeah, I've got my low skill, low fun box that I put my tasks into. That's the first thing that I give out to somebody else. The high fun, high skill. I'm going to keep that forever. I'm never going to let that go, scalable or not, because I love doing it. It's what gets me up every morning. It's what you know, gives my clients great results. It's what really, really sets me on fire and gets my passion going uh, and contributes to my success. So why would I let those things go? But at the end of the day, I still want to make a choice. If I decide on Friday, do you know what? I'm going to have a long weekend. I'm going to take Friday off. I'm just going to ring my Friday clients. I'm going to move them into the next week then I can do that. Yep. And that's that to me is freedom. In all the business I've ever had, it's that ability to make a choice. And, you know, you've made the choice actually of even what driving seat you're going. And I love, you know, the book Traction as well. And I'm really glad that you've managed to embrace that because it makes such a difference, doesn't it? Having, having those choices. Oh, it's, yeah, but it's just, it's just amazing. I remember my daughter is nine months old now. And I remember going to the antenatal classes and we were sat in a room full of people, uh, husbands and partners and boyfriends. And the, the lady doing the classes said, so how long have you all got then guys uh, for maternity or paternity? And it was like a week, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. And it got to me now it was, it was one of those moments in my life where I was just like, it really hit me. I was like, wow, I've, I've got, I'm taking at least six weeks. Like, so I said yeah. to my team, I'm gone for six weeks. Like we're not doing, I'm not doing any work for six weeks. I'm not doing any meetings, any emails, nothing like that. I'm, I'm done. And we built the business in a way to be able to sustain that. Yeah. Um, and, and do you know what? it was the best time ever. Like I got really, really good time to bond with my daughter. I got to spend time with my wife in a really Amazing. nice part. But if we look at the, the business results side, nothing really changed. It's like, yeah, we probably didn't convert as many because the person who replied to the emails instead of me is fully trained as a trader, really, really good trader, but they don't have that, that bite or that, drive that killer instinct that I seem to have for the marketing. Yeah. But so what? It didn't matter. It what well, I could have done a probably two, three, four percent better job. Yeah. Makes no Marginal. difference. It Marginal, makes no it? no difference to the experience that I got to have. Yeah. So 
just moving on a little bit just to sort of delve a little bit deeper into the membership um and you know i remember being on a ski trip uh with a group of dads from a local village called slack dads and in fact i'm hoping to go skiing fingers crossed hands together and everything else at the end of march uh, i want to test out my new hip i've had a hip replacement i'm desperate to test out new hip skiing and i know that's something that seems so wrong when you say it out loud like that but i'm yeah. quite, quite keen to test it but you know i remember going um, on a ski trip with them and we're going up the lift and my phone was pinging as we went up because this was you know not that long ago when you can get 4g and 5g just about everywhere can't you to go up the ski slope and they're like what on earth is going off so every time that pings that owns me 97 dollars and and they said that's so annoying and i got to the top and i said lads i said i'm sorry i'll turn it off I said no no don't turn it off it's just so annoying because i've just counted that on that chairlift you've earned six hundred dollars <laughs> yeah yeah and that's that's the thing that memberships can actually do can't they you know that's the kind of thing that they make so if if you if anybody listening to this is thinking about that sort of the, the the holy grail of residual income and all that kind of stuff and they're perhaps thinking about a membership site what would you say to them is the best place to start what would what would be something that you could give them at that really early stage where they perhaps haven't even taken a step towards a membership site or any kind of platform like that yet yeah well i think the first thing is just to to, to write down is this actually what you want so what do you want? What are the rules of this? Because a lot of people come to me and say, I'm going to build a membership. I'm going to do a weekly group coaching call. I'm going to do office hours. I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and I'm going to do all of this. And I go, why? Oh, because that's what a membership I've been in that worked. I've seen this successful one that worked. Okay. Well, does that work for you? Because if, if not, then there is no point in doing that. So just write down what you don't want. It's, it's really, really easy to write or think about what we do want, but to write down yeah. what you don't want. So what don't you want this business to look like? Does, this, yeah. does it mean that you aren't going to do calls on Thursdays or Fridays or whatever it may be? Write that out yeah. because there's nothing wrong with that. You just need to know that because then you can tell people that that is, that is what they're signing up for. You know, you when you buy something, you know what you're getting because you've read the information. So you don't yeah. expect to be able to talk to somebody all of the time. If they say the calls are on Thursdays, you know, you're not going to be able to do calls Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Sure. So that's the, that's the first thing. And then the second thing is I would, I would open that Google doc and I just start to, you know, put some information down, some things down that you're thinking about your thoughts about this membership, what it could be, and then mm -hmm. reach out to some of those people and, just say, look, I've got this idea for a membership. I'm thinking of, of doing it. What do you think to it? Just exactly like I said. Now, you can collect all of that information on a Google form as well, which works really, really well. I mean, you can even put the, the information at the top of the Google form. So it's all on one page. They read the, they read the information, the Google forms below, they fill it in. Right. And then, then you've got it. That's it. That is like people yeah. saying... That's what I want. That's what I don't want. So then you reply to those people and you say, okay, give me a couple of weeks. I'll put something together and then just put it together. And it can be as simple as you want it to be. My first membership 
was in was an email list. The second one was just a Facebook group that people paid to have access to. And I manually had to go and take them out when they cancelled. And they were like, yeah. oh, but I paid two weeks ago. I've still got two weeks. I've cancelled. So I had to add the date to take them out on a spreadsheet. It yeah, was a yeah. nightmare. But then it starts to evolve. Then you just get people in. It's it's the minimum viable product then it's like if it works like that and people will pay you great then i'm going to give you three questions that changed my life and guarantee they'll change your membership and the reason why they'll change it is because it makes it about the members of your community it's all about them remember that there's there's a few things that will make your membership a success one is the value of your membership the two the second one is the feel and the atmosphere you have to have that culture in that membership mine with betfair trading community no debt question is a daft question so it's a safe environment but these questions do come with a warning. So if you use them, you have to you have to do what I'm going to tell you with them. So they are very, very simple. If I was to take away one thing from this membership, what would you miss the most? If I was to take one thing away from this membership, what would you miss the least? What do you want more of? All three of those questions, but the emphasis on your members. It's a community-built yeah. organization always. So they work on so many levels because you might be doing something in your membership as I was. I learned this the hard way. We were yeah. spending time, effort, energy, and money on something. Nobody wanted it. They all said we'd missed that the least. So we get rid of that immediately. We've got more time. We've got more cash to put into, guess what? The thing they want more of. Oh, that's going to keep them around longer, which means I'm going to make more money. They're going to get a better result. But yeah. the warning with these questions is, when you use them for the first time, you have to reply to everybody that gives you information. And you also have to do a post or a video or an email telling the people what you plan to do with that information. Because if you ask for people's feedback and you yeah. do nothing with it, they will never tell you again because they don't feel like their voice is being heard. So you've got yeah. to got to do that. My goal, every time I see you lean to right forward, my goal is to fill that notepad on this podcast yes. Yes, you. thank you <laughs> and and but you know i think there's something very important that you've just said there ryan because that feedback isn't just for what we're talking about here membership sites i think for anybody who is in business anybody who's in life hmm. if you ask for feedback and you get it and then you do nothing with it or you show people that you've done nothing with it that's what they believe then that destroys that feedback relationship doesn't it and they will next time you ask they will be dismissive they might give you an answer they might just give you one little bit of a snippet just to test you but they're not they're not involved in it are they they're not engaged in it at that point because they're already broken in that relationship of feedback so i think that's a great great question uh, so let, let's go on to a little bit about how people can find out more about you because you've given us so many notes. I'm already on page two of my little post-it note pad here. So uh, first one this year, I've gone into two pages. So yes, it's a win. How do people reach out to you? How do people find out more about you? Where can people go? Just give the listeners a little bit more information about you. Yep. So you can, if you've got any questions about memberships, you stuck with something or you just, you have an idea or you think maybe it's for you, just email me, ryan at the membership mastery.com. I 
read every single one of my emails. I might not reply to you straight away, but I guarantee I will send you a reply. If you want to listen to more information, if you've really enjoyed the sound of my voice and you're like, oh, I could hear more of that voice, then um, then firstly, please tell my wife. And then secondly, you can go to themembershipmastery.com. You'll see all the links for my podcast on there. And there's also some free training, which shows you how to build an offer so good that people cannot say no to you. And I love that. And I'm going to take a look at that because for me, in all the things I've always done, the marketing side is always the weak part. You know, I'm I'm a builder by heart. You know, I've, you know, of course, built lots of different businesses, but the obstacle has always been creating that irresistible offer. And, you know, likewise, I, mean, I love what you said there about the courses. Cause I've been on so many different courses. I've been on so many different membership platforms and, you know, you try and model them and you try and model them and they just don't work for you. And I love what you said there about the, the purpose as well. So, uh, so just give us the name of that site again and so, give us the email address again. So it's themembershipmastery.com and you can find the podcast on all of your major providers. And then the mm-hmm. email is ryan at themembershipmastery.com. I don't seem to do small email addresses, do I? No. no they are quite no. long. No. I had one which was once called the Business Success Academy, which is like too many different. It was like one of those Mississippi words. Yeah, definitely. There's <laughs> How many S's, S's have I got there? Three, that's yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, interesting, you know, we're talking about disruptions at the beginning. My wife, uh, listeners, just bought me in a great big mug of coffee. So as well as the, the coffee flask that I've been drinking while I'm on this podcast, I've now got my favourite mug with a big mug of coffee in there because she knows I'm on a podcast, but she probably thought I was going to be done and ready for the next one. So she's, I've got a nice top up there. Oh, what um, a hero. Yeah, definitely. Um, so if you could give the listeners um, a tip, a lesson, uh, something extra to all the other value that you've already given us today, but something they can t- take and do something with tomorrow or even today as we put this out, what would that be, Ryan? Oh, man, that is a really, really tough question because my mind make, goes make, so Make many. it a marketing tip. Because That's I tell what you, I was I just thinking. Of... Yeah, I think the membership, you've given us so much of it. So give us, give us something perhaps even what you've just said there on the offer, give us something on the marketing side that we can take away, that we can do something with today or tomorrow. Can I be really cheeky and give you two? Oh, absolutely. Can I overperform? Um, I think, I think we'll allow that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So the first thing that I would say is on your website, thank you pages. I would put a form that just clearly, clearly states. There's just one question that says, what were you doing in the world today? that made you sign up for this. So if you've got a freebie or anything like that, what were you doing today that made you stop and sign up for this? That will give you, that's not going to change your life today, but what that's going to do is that's going to help your marketing going forward. And you're going to get so much information from that. That will look like Amazon book reviews. It'll be stories. Mm -hmm. I was really bored. I was procrastinating at work. I saw your Facebook ad or a friend recommended you. You'll start to get a lot of information from there. And then, the other one is probably just my favorite email to send. So Dean Jackson created the nine word, nine word email, and it is yeah. the simplest email in the world, but it works every single time. Subject line is, hey, or quick question. 
Then yep. you just put in the body of the text. You're smiling because you probably ah. might know about this. Yeah, yeah, but, I use it all the time. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's just, are you interested in? And then you replace the next few words with what they're interested in. Are you still interested in growing a membership? Are you still interested in getting more clients? Are you still interested in whatever it is you do? Yeah. I convert 70% of the people that reply to me on that email with Betfair Trading Community. Wow. Yeah. So, but then that just, oh, I'm going to squeeze another tip in as well now. Um, that If you break that down, it's because that's how you talk to people. So that's how you should then email, just conversational. That's how you text your best friend. You text them and go, you're still interested yeah. in coming to the football on Saturday. Yes. So you don't need to overthink your copywriting, just like you would text yeah. a mate. And, you know, my, one of my coaches is a guy called Taki Moore, T-A-K-I. Uh, oh, yes. um, and I've been a client of Taki's for probably 10 years now. You talk about membership sites evolving. And one of the things that he uh, wanted to do when he was building his membership site for coaches was that he wanted to give his family uh, a lifestyle where they could basically go anywhere in the world anytime they wanted to go. And he's done a couple of round the world tours with his family in tow. He's got six kids. I think uh, at least one of them uh, is um, sort of disabled and you know needs a lot of care and a lot of support and attention when he's traveling. But he just packed his suitcases and for 12 months traveled the world and let his membership site um, and, you know, as me as one of his members, just keep paying our money, getting great value. You know, and I've had calls with him at two o'clock in the, in the morning, his time, because he's been somewhere else in the world and it's been usual our time. But that nine word email is something that he is such a huge advocate of and makes such use of it. And uh, yeah, I've, I've used it a couple of times uh, latter part of last year. And it does it. People cringe when you tell them about it, mm. but it just works. I've, I think they cringe because marketing is a bit scary and it is almost like... I think that's more people's asking for money, but what it actually does do is it it's the unscalable. It gets replies into your inbox so yeah. that you can actually then qualify people. Now I'm quite blunt and to the point, so I won't have you in if I don't think you're right. So that conversation gets, gets me chatting to you because a lot of the times yeah. I'll get a reply and people will go, Oh, I've been looking at you, but I'm with one of your competitors. Can you tell me how you're better or different to them? And I'll go, no. What do you actually want? Like, what is the goal you're trying to achieve? Because then what I'll do is I'll tell you whether I'm the best person or whether you should stick with them. Yeah. 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 yeah and it's a relationship absolutely. then. So, yeah. 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 Well, you've given us some amazing value already in majority of this. You've given us a great two or three tips to take away there. Uh, and, you know, I, I love that thank you page. You know, what in the world were you doing? when you made this choice i think i think that is so insightful and so great so uh, yeah lots lots of things i'm nearly on to page three but i'm gonna i'm gonna do it i'm gonna stop it there because that would just be wrong having to go on page page three so um let me ask you the final question then ryan if i can before we we wrap it up yep. if you're gonna have your next dream coffee but in a dream location. So we're going to exclude 200 degrees for this. I know where I'm going. Yep. Yeah. Where is it and who would you be with? 
Oh man. So this is my second favorite coffee shop in the world that I can't go to because it's so far away. So we're going Venice beach. We're going Duez Machina, which is a motorcycle brand and they have a coffee shop there. I went there on honeymoon with my wife. We stayed in an Airbnb around the corner. Mm. So I would be going Venice beach, Duez Machina, my wife and now daughter would be with me and there'd be no work involved at all. Perfect. Oh, I'm there now. Yeah, I'm there yeah. now in yeah. my mind. We're all there with you as well. Yeah. That's great. Oh. Yeah. So thank you so much for being a guest. You've given us so much value to take away. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I did listeners say it was going to be full of energy and passion. And we've had plenty of that and some amazing, amazing tips. You've been a great guest and, you know, just give us the, the name of the website again and listeners check out Ryan's podcast, which you can access through there as well. So just give us that one more time. Yep. So thank you very much for having me. It is the membershipmastery.com. And there you go, listeners, take away some actions from today. You know, look at your thank you page, use the nine word email. It works doesn't matter whether you've got a small list or a big list, it works. Be conversational, use that email, do something with it. Let us know in the reviews what results you've had from actioning what you've heard in today's podcast. That's the best sort of service that you can do to both myself and to Ryan for the time that we've given you today. Let us know what difference it made. And that feedback, you know, if you don't give us a feedback, then we don't know what we've got to give you more of. So please do that. And as always, you know, make the most of the education, be aware of the possibilities around you and hold yourself accountable for doing something what you've listened to today. And I look forward to having you on the next podcast. And thanks again, Ryan. Take care. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. Don't forget, if you'd like any help and support with your business, do get in touch with Simon. And to discover what your business needs you to fix next, visit www.sterlingcoaching.fixthisnext.com. Please do subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And Simon would love you to rate and review the show too. Thank you. Thank you.